I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which from personal experience I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often. So stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Good morning, Prakaptan. I hope you're doing well. Before we start this morning, I want to tease a couple of things. The first is a conversation I had with David Feidler that's coming up in a week or so. We talk about the Pythagorean concepts of beauty and symmetry and how they deeply inform the ideas of Stoicism and, in my opinion, do more to explain what virtue is really all about than the phrase live in alignment with nature does. That conversation will air on the 9th of August, if I'm not mistaken. And if I am mistaken, it will air that week sometime. And since I record all of these ahead of time, it may be the case that you've already heard that episode, which is certainly possible. I'm not particularly good with dates and times, but I am good with dates and times and concerns to the second thing I want to tease you with, which hasn't happened yet. And that is the Seneca event hosted by the Plato's Academy Center on August 19th. As you already know, I run the online events for Donald Robertson and Company's Plato's Academy Center project and will be turning the dials, setting the levels, and streaming words in the background of this event. Speakers will include David Feiler, as it happens, James Rahm, Donald Robertson, Margaret Graver, who is my favorite, sorry, David, James, and Donald, but Margaret rocks, and others you should absolutely be wanting to check out. You can learn more about attending this event by going to platosacademy.org. Tickets are by donation only, and if I'm not mistaken, the minimum is either $0 or just $1. So it's really easy to attend this, and I hope that you will. Today's meditation is number 11 from Book 5 of Meditations and reads as follows. To what purpose, then, am I now using my soul? In every case, ask yourself this question and examine yourself. What have I now, in this part which men call the governing part, and whose soul have I at present? A child's? A boy's? A man's? A despot's? A dumb animal's? A dangerous beast's? Of all Marcus's meditations up to this episode, I think this is my favorite because of how to-the-point and practical it is. If we asked ourselves twice a day, how am I using my soul? Am I using it like what I am, an adult man or woman? I think, if we ask this question, 
we'd more frequently bring the present into focus and be appropriately critical of our actions, thoughts, and attitudes, those three things which we have the ability to choose. As an example, as I was writing this script, I was sitting in a coffee shop. Shout out to Costa Coffee Company. I love you. Please sponsor this podcast. I'm just kidding. Or maybe not. You can if you want. (laughs) Suddenly, a group of about seven people came up to the second floor where I was writing and thinking, and they were carrying various bags and other accoutrements. And these things made it obvious to see what they were planning on doing in my previously serene writing space as I was the only one there until they entered the scene. They were setting up to do a Bible study. It was, as a matter of fact, Sunday when I wrote this. I don't begrudge anyone their religion, of course, I've said that multiple times on this show. And again, like I said, it was Sunday, but I did feel intruded upon. I felt that there were now going to be many loud voices discussing Jesus, the Bible in general, and giving sermons. Of course, that's not exactly what happened. Everyone was very quiet and kind of read to themselves. But the threat of this sudden commotion, this great clatter that I was building up in my mind, immediately frustrated me because my ADHD makes it very hard to write with distractions present. And then, as this was happening, I read this meditation. And specifically, this part jumped out at me. What sort of soul do I have at present? A beast, a child's, a grumpy old man's, I'm modifying that a bit. As a Stoic, how should I be inclined to feel towards a group of people coming together to converse? Whether it's about Jesus, Zeus, the politics of the day, or the price of curdled dairy commodities in Denmark, which is a reference only you older folks will get. By the way, if you're interested, it is currently between $8.50 and $18 US per kilogram, depending on the cheese, of course. The answer is that I should feel connected, at the very least, if not fortunate, to be around other people, communing together to discuss most anything that makes them feel unified and useful as human beings. There are limits to this, obviously, and I hope it's not necessary to enumerate those limits. Certainly it is possible for people to feel unified by inhumane and terrible things, but that wasn't the case in this instance. In fact, broader than that, I should feel more connected to my humanity when I am surrounded by other humans than I feel all by myself. Of course, again, there are caveats and limitations to that idea, but for the most part, a human being should feel among kin when among other human beings. So how was I leveraging my own soul, and was it appropriate based on what I am exactly? A human man. The answer to that question was that I was leveraging it poorly, and it wasn't appropriate based on what I am. A human being, a pro-social human being who was in a public space that was operating in accordance with its nature, playing host to people from all over the community and facilitating a spectrum of conversations that ultimately manifest in a coffee shop that feels inviting, vibrant, and comfortable for all. The coffee shop was in alignment with its own nature, if a coffee shop can have a nature, as were this small group of Bible studiers in alignment with their own. But I wasn't. I was the outlier. After having this thought, I smiled, put on my noise-canceling headphones, which would have been an easy way to avoid these thoughts altogether, continued writing this script, and felt grateful that I could be among my community without feeling vexed or put out by its members. 
I maybe even felt more like I belonged in that coffee shop than I felt when originally taking my seat. Today, for the entirety of this week, in fact, I would like to ask you to repeat Marcus's above meditation to yourself three times a day. That's three times a day. Set an alarm for it. Don't miss a single time. And then once a week has gone by, I want you to share what the results for you were in the Discord. Did you live or experience a more fulfilling life that week? Did you find that your mindset shifted in a positive direction? Do you think your mental health overall improved as a result of keeping this meditation in mind? You can join the Discord community for free at stoicismpod.com forward slash Discord. There's a link in the show notes of every episode to sign up and share your thoughts in the episode follow-up channel. For today, that is all I've got for you. I hope you find it to be as useful this week in your own life as I know I will find it in mine. Thanks for listening. I'm so appreciative that you spend time here with me multiple times a week. And until next time, take care. Thank you.